So that's the end of game week 10, lads. And unfortunately for myself, a terrible, terrible week. How how did you guys get on? Uh, uh, I guess I'll go first as usual. Or do you want to go, Thomas, switch it up? You go on, you go on. All right. Um, I got, what, 63 points according to live FPL. You know, a slight green arrow to 2.2 mil, bring it, bringing it up. Yeah. So I'll take that. Um, I mean, I should have... Mitrovic come off uh, for Saliba with one with one more point, I think. So that should bring me to 64. Um, but yeah, better than last week, obviously. Captain Holland, he paid off, but not as much as he did the week before. Kinsella was the big one for people that didn't have him. Uh, seen it all over Twitter and just like YouTube and stuff that Kinsella should go, whatever. Like he's not as attacking as he was in previous years, but he's, as I say all the time, he's arguably the best player in the world. He can play in any position you want, maybe even in goal. He'll get you some points. Like, he is just, he's just wonderful. So, yeah, I think overall I'm happy with myself. Unfortunately, Kufal just doesn't want to play for West Ham. So, going to have to find a way to ship him out because uh, that's just been, like, hindering my entire team since the wild card two weeks ago. Here yeah. you go, Thomas. Um, yeah, no, this was a, this was a good week. Uh, I think me and you did both pretty solid. I had a lot of guys who were, uh, you know, pretty like low low uh, ownership guys. They did quite well this week. Um, Almiron got me points again, which I loved. Um, I had Kane as well, and then Trippier and Kinsella. Trippier is not that high owned, but Kinsella has been dropped by a lot of people, so that was kind of big in the um, in the mini leagues, I guess. Uh, my scenario just ticked off. De Bruyne ticked off. Haaland did all right, and then I was lucky enough to get Castagna seven points, which it was a bit ridiculous coming off a minute before the goal and they let in two. Um, but, yeah, it's pretty solid. I've got a lot of stuff to do with my team simply just because Gordon just got suspended. So he might have to go. He might, to, he might just stay for game week 12. But um, Kane, Mitrovic have yellow flags. Castagna's got a yellow flag. Um, I'm not, all of them probably might still play, honestly, next game week. But we're gonna have to, I'm going to have to basically check that out over the week. Um, but right now, it's getting prepped. everyone's just got to get prepared for game week 12. So... Picking which city players you don't think are going to pick up points this week um, is kind of where I'm at. Yeah, yeah. So, no, you guys, are, you, you two had good game weeks. Mine was a fucking disaster. So, 25K all the way down to 250K. So, what was that? Like a 1,000% decrease. So, <laughs> at times, um, the guys that did well for me are just, actually, I mean, Bowen, Trippier, Haaland, not nothing. 42 44 points, and I took a hit this week. So my hit was Salah to Sterling to afford upgrading Elliot to Trossard. So I've now got a five-man midfield, which I actually like because I really like the midfielders right now. Um, Honestly, though, any other week, Sterling's hitting for you. That's the thing. I think that's just a one-off. Yeah, and the thing that I find really, really frustrating with that is I saw that I was I'm, I'm actually looking at Wolves right now as a team target, and I think I was actually correct with that decision. Because the score was three 0 Chelsea, even with you know Reece James rested, you know Sterling rested. So you, th- so I, I personally feel like that's big points dropped. Is I think if he had started that game, he would have he would have found himself ten plus points, um, and made up that points hit. 
Um, so yeah, now that I mean, going forward, my team. I think I'm ha- still happy with the way that my team looks. Um, but yeah, just a really, really, really bad one. Um, yeah. All right. Should we get on to uh, going into what next week sort of looks like, especially with transfers and stuff? Yeah, for sure. How, how do you do? You want to start? Well, tell me about your team. Yeah. So I mean. I don't know. This week is also just generally, I think a lot of us will probably have people playing away. Um, I have tons of players playing away. Only big games at home are Mitrovic, Mitch, I mean, Fulham, Spurs, and Leicester, which I've only got four players from. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of those guys, I'm not even sure I, I'm going to play. Um, I, in some ways, I'm, I'm kind of hoping Mitrovic gets actually, is like actually injured because I think there's some other guys I could bring, I would bring in up top. Um, I think Darwin's definitely an option. I think even a bombing bombing an option. Um, um, yeah, I mean, so who's your third striker? You've got. Uh, I've got Mitrovic, Kane, and Haaland right now. Yeah. Okay. Right. Right. So you got the two. Oh wow! You big three. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. I think the forward forward are a good thing to discuss right now. So, in terms of okay, so Kane and Haaland are the two premiums. Mitrovic is good fixtures and. Hopefully he gets back to his form when his when his injury is good. So he he's he's always an option. But what outside of that we said Darwin, but I don't really like anyone else outside of that. Do you not think so? Yeah, I mean all the cheap strikers that I think I'm not really interested in bothering with. I think Edward's somewhat interesting, but there's all sorts of minute risks there. Yeah, so sure. like I, 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 I would go for Zaha over that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. I think it's I think only the expensive strikers are really worth looking at. I think. I think Aubameyang's being overlooked. I, he's just generally a goal scorer. So, and he, if Potter seems to trust him, uh, Broha is doing well. Yeah. So it's kind of uh, uh, something that's going to hurt his minutes. But I think he's going to go through a period where he's going to do quite well and nobody will really have him. I'm probably not going to get him in because I would probably take Darwin over him since his minutes look pretty good right now. And especially with a couple of injuries. He has his injury. Yeah, should make him potentially more nailed and put Jossa out wide. Um, so yeah, that's that obviously helps his case. Yeah, um, but I I think my team right now I've got a problem is I did the three million which has worked very well for me in the past couple of game weeks. I'm ready to like kind of hop off it because this is all when I was planning to get rid was when game twelve was blanking. Who? Um, I was planning my De Bruyne, Kane, and Haaland like oh, yeah, premium, yeah. and I'm like very ready to get off of it. But I'm, I think I'm gonna have to take a minus four for game twelve if I want to get the right kind of team. Um, and I didn't really want to do that, but I've kind of been forced, if-ish, because of Kane and Patterson being like out completely yeah. Um, yeah. for the next three, four weeks. So I, I think of minus four is on the cards for me in game week 12. But this week, I, I think my team target is Palace. Um, I think with Leicester away, it's a great fixture. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I have Castagna, and I might even play him just because I don't. I don't love Manu away for Almiron. Um, and Gordon's out this week and Paxton's still on my bench. So I, I think I've got to make a lot of transfers. I think Anderson and Zaha for the double palace is, is something I'm lying up. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Uh, yeah, no, no. So I think, I think for my team right now, I don't have any injury worries outside of Mitrovic, who, again, we said last week we thought he was fit. I think he's going to be fit again next weekend. So... Because I made two transfers last week, I think I think my team's good to roll, and hopefully, and then that gives me I guess a bit more options for the blank in terms of 
sort of what I want to do, what I want to do with my team. Um, if I do roll, there is still a chance that I have nothing to do with my team because I still have 11 players. So it might be upgrading um, Tony to Darwin for that, that for that blank even. So yeah, uh, it's it's one that I if I if I roll, I, I've got an extra week to make that decision. Yeah, agreed. Um, what what do you think about? I wanted to ask you about Sterling because I, I think Chelsea are worth targeting. I think Potter's going to do well. Yeah. Um, I, I'm honestly like trying to get it out of my head. I don't love their fixtures. I don't think they're actually that great. They got Spurs, Manion, Newcastle coming up in the next four, I think, or five. No, no. Um, so, well, Villa, Brentford, then United, yeah. and then they got tough after. So the next two are easy, not easy, but easier, and then it's tough after that. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, um, I, I really wanted him for that Wolves game like you guys did. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, that obviously didn't turn out how it was, but I still think he's a good option, especially that I don't think Salah's really particularly worth having right now. I'd like to see something. Yeah. Um, but if I went Darwin, I think that means that I'm capturing Darwin. Um, and I'm not, like, in, in a lot of ways, it makes sense to give Salah and just put the faith in um, and hope that as a differential, he kind of gets you points in game week 12. Um, but Darwin would be exciting, and I wouldn't. It wouldn't have. It would take away the issue of spending twelve point what seven or eight on Salah. Yeah. It's a bit annoying. No, no, no. Yeah, I, I, for sure, like that is definitely an option. So I bought in Trossard last week because I like his fixtures coming up, and my theory, my theory was that taking a hit on him was fine because I'm going to captain him in game week twelve. But now because of injuries and Darwin being more nailed, he is now an option for game week twelve. And if you bring him in on game week 12, he might be a better option than Dar- than uh, Trossard's captain. So I think that's one where I'm just going to mull on for another week of information, see how Trossard does versus Brentford, see how Darwin does versus uh, Man City. And yeah, then yeah, I, I like we, we always speak in, in our chat about this, about how much we just love Darwin and his movement. And he's, his expected goals numbers or expected goal involvement numbers are more than Haaland. I think he's on something ridiculous, like 1.4 expected goal involvements per 90. So, you know, with with numbers like that, I think, you know, West Ham at home. West Ham look like a better side right now. They've picked up a few wins, good defence, good clean, good uh, good stuff like that. But, you know, where Mm -hmm. I'm still, I would still be happy to captain Darwin if he's looking looking like, like this. Yeah, also, it's a nice little fixture swing for Liverpool. So, uh, you can see you know, them being a bit more confident in going to these games. I can see them coming back a bit. You know, they're not going to sit down in mid-table for long. Um, yeah. So, when they'll be coming back in. It's just getting on the right time. Well, maybe, I, maybe, I think just, maybe the Darwin salad double-up is worth it. But um, Tom, just to go back to your point a little bit earlier on Sterling, if you wanted yeah. to go for a cheaper option, I think Mount is probably the, the better alternative just for, for price options. Okay. I, I get Sterling has like good numbers going forward and he I think he leads us into like ball progressions into the final third or something. But Mount's been getting a lot of praise. He arguably had his best game, two best games in a row from Milan to Wolves this past week. And okay. so I think yeah. if you really wanted to target someone, that would be that person because most likely someone's going to want to transfer out KDB or Salah because Salah's numbers are terrible and KDB has the blank. If you wanted to go for, I guess, a more nailed option with easier fixtures, it would be that midfield. 
Yeah. Okay. No, that's interesting. My my thing though with it was I think it was last week was the week to bring in Chelsea assets. It was Wolves at home. Yeah. Then now they have Villa away, another good fixture, and then Brentford away, another like pretty good fixture. Um, so I think if you're going to bring in Chelsea now, you only have them for two game weeks, and you're probably going to want to get rid of them. So I think yeah, I'm, I'm just saying like from like a, a like a, an aggressive perspective, like if you're oh, down yeah. back on points, I'm just maybe for, I mean maybe that's something I would do since I'm at what two mil now. Yeah. Like if I wanted to jump the gun and maybe just hopefully gamble like big big haul while these premium options are out or not performing well, it would be that midfield. I definitely think you made the right decision going for Sterling. Like when I saw your team come out, uh, when the app updated, I was like, ah, oh, it's actually a smart idea. It's just you were super unlucky for him not to play, not even to feature. No, no, for sure. Like, I, this is why I'm sounding like pretty positive with, okay, I, I've had a fucking awful game week, but I think <laughs> this is like anything is, it's like, if you feel like you've made the right decision and, you know, whatever, like it feels like it was the correct decision. If the outcome isn't right, it's like, you can't do anything about it. If you keep making correct decisions, uh, it'll, it'll come good, you know? Um so yeah, with Sterling, let me ask you going forward. There's two these two more Prem games. I'm gonna need him to start because of that rest. Do you not think Pulisic comes in for him or because he scored? Um, I think well, we have the game tomorrow against Milan in Italy. Yeah, uh, and you'd expect probably gonna put out. I, I expect I expect Sterling to start. If he starts and plays 90 minutes, does he? I think that gives him enough time for the rest for the game on. I want to say it's a Saturday. Yeah, but what it, it, if it's at the weekend? I I think I still think Sterling plays at the weekend. Okay, okay, that's what yeah, that's what I want to hear. That's I, but that's also just like a complete gamble. Like I genuinely thought he was going to play this weekend against Wolves, but I think Potter kind of saw it as Wolves are very just they could they're like relegation almost, and he kind of put out a second team in a way. Well, I mean, like to to be fair, like Sterling would have played two of those England games. Join the international. No, I I agree. I'm just uh, saying that like probably a rest, if you look at like rest for a rest, and you have good good bench options. Wolves aren't a threat. They should, aren't too much of a threat at home. But and then obviously that Milan game, Chelsea are in a bit of bit of a bad position in the Champions League right now. So that's yeah, I think if he's gonna want to kind of uh, I don't know secure our Champions League spot by hopefully beating Milan away. Which would just which would just get us like one foot in the door. Yeah. Um, and then from there, it's kind of like I don't know. I could I could genuinely see like Milan have all these like injuries and stuff like that that he could put out like I guess a lesser side, or he could just put out like our star players and we just thump them again. No, no, yeah, which would be amazing. I don't expect you guys to thump them even with your starting team, but uh, no, I mean for sure that that Champions League game is is the focus right now because. Salzburg won their game so uh, yeah they're, they're it makes it a lot more difficult yeah, yeah exactly so yeah no anyway uh, what transfers were you looking at for for, for the next week um, for me at the moment uh, I'm just I'm trying to maybe roll a transfer since I can play an 11 that are going to start with the typical like back four of Saliba James Trippier and Kinsella like that's not really going anywhere maybe Trippier could get subbed out and maybe transfer Kufal out for Zuma or a West Ham defender since they're playing Southampton, who are awful. Um, so I could take advantage of that. But then it kind of leaves me in a tricky spot for the City and Arsenal blank next week. So I'm just in that dilemma, kind of seeing 
do I just hold on to a transfer to kind of save up for not taking a hit this uh, during the blank game week or um, just take it one, just doing transfers now. So I think I'm just going to wait until later in the week at the moment. I'll definitely like have stuff out on Twitter come like Thursday evening and stuff like that, doing what I'm thinking. But at the moment, I'm just, just kind of enjoying a decent weekend, <laughs> just trying to move on. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It, it, it's, it's always nice to have a, uh that time in between after a good week because you can you can yeah because I'm, I'm not i'm not entirely disappointed like the team that i can put out for 11 is like perfectly fine yeah like i, I like I'm, I'm not worried about any player at the moment apart from maybe putting andreas in the midfield but he's playing bournemouth at home so yeah. <laughs> okay actually let me i'm looking at my team right now this is a good question <laughs> we know okay we obviously know that liverpool aren't the best at their best or whatever you say about it but is there any way you can take Haaland off captaincy yeah I think you can uh, I think you have, if, you, if you have Kane you can do it um, for sure he's in great form like he's been taken along every week he hasn't been like a captaincy type option this year he hasn't got above 10 points yeah. um, but he's hitting 7, 8, 9, 10 a lot and I mean it's Haaland's probably going to score so it's safe with Haaland likely yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think it's fair. I think you can go. You can definitely go with Kane. I think you like you guys like Sterling. Um, I, I think Sterling's got a good fixture this week as well. So this week and next week, he's definitely an option if you really want to be aggressive. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't see why not. Um, but it's going to take a lot, lot of cojones. <laughs> it definitely. I, 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 I don't know if. Yeah, it's 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 definitely a big big cojones one to to get rid of Harlan captaincy, and I think. The thing that's maybe leading me off it is just the fact that they blank next week and maybe that's the time to make a, a bit of a risk with captaincy. It's like you got to kind of just pick and choose your spots and it's not worth losing ground over something that um that maybe you can be a bit riskier next week because, yeah, next week is an opportunity to could just go like whoever the fuck you want with a captaincy. It's the first time... In, yeah, no. Honestly, it's the first time in a long, long time I remember in FPL with a game week like this where there's just absolutely zero standout captain and it's kind of exciting like you can just do do whatever you want just honestly just falls yeah. to the walls yeah. next it's 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 interesting because it's like the top two teams aren't playing and those are kind of like they have four or five players from those first and second place teams in their fpl team and yeah. so it just leaves a lot of i don't know a lot of room for people to gain points, but also for a lot of people to just make the complete wrong decision on like a captaincy or a transfer or just something like that. And it could also mess your team up for like later in the weeks, like leading up to the World Cup. Yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, I, I mean, this whole game week, because of the, the blank, I took out probably more Man City players than I should have. And thinking back, probably should have left one of Foden or Cancelo in. Didn't do it. And now I realise that, that was a mistake just because Man City are just too good. And, they'll make up that that points gap that you lose in the blank. And even if you minus four them out, they'll still gain four points on whoever I bought in for them anyway. Um, but yeah, no, the the standout captain in a way is Salah at home to West Ham. But as we said, you know, he's done nothing to justify being a captain. So yeah, it's a tough one. Yeah, I, I've been, I mean, while we've been doing this, we've been scrolling around on fantasy and like it makes... For me, it makes a lot. For the people I want to get back in after for game week 13, it makes a ton of sense to bring in Salah and captain him. But I think I might do Salah and Darwin, so then it's just going to be a headache for me of picking which one I want to captain. Yeah. Um, I honestly think Liverpool will probably 
bounce back in that game. I think especially if they get beaten 3-0 by City. Um, I think it could be a, a game where things just kind of reverse. But I, I just I think Salah's inevitable at some point. It's going to happen. I'm, I'm going to go for it at a time where, first of all, there's no City. So I don't have to worry about missing out on their points. Yeah. And I can easily bring him in and kick him out for someone else just because he's so expensive. Yeah. So I can bring him in li- for one game week if I wanted to. I think his fixtures are, his, I really like his fixtures after anyway. It's yeah. Nottingham Forest and Leeds after that. And then it's Tottenham and Southampton at home finally in game week 16. So I, I think I could get him and I could keep him. But I think what would happen, I think I'm going to bring him in and then get KDB back. But I really like to double up. I, I think it makes a lot of sense for West Ham at home. Yeah, no, no, that's that's fair. The, th- uh, the thing is, is that I just don't think it's as easy a fixture as it, as it, I mean, not as it seems because it's West Ham are a good team. I just think it's a tough fixture. Like, I, I know West Ham had a tough start to the season. They weren't good, but it seems like they've sort of turned a corner since the international break. I think that's two wins, two clean sheets. Like, you know, they've got, you know, I think their mid, the, the thing that I have a problem with is with Liverpool is just their midfield is so porous. And I think, Every, every team in the top half of the table in the Prem has a really, really good midfield. And that just means that when your midfield is dominated, it makes any game of football tough. Uh, yeah. Do you think with, with Trent out, they're going to be playing Gomez at that right-back position? They're going to be more defensively solid and less attacking? That could have an impact on Salah and stuff. There's potential for that. But like, I've always just been so unimpressed by Joe Gomez. Like His defending even is like just not even that much better than, uh, than Trent. Yeah, you lose. He's like he's a, he's a he's a FIFA merchant in a way. He's just yeah, like he's exactly. got nice stats on FIFA, and everyone loves him. Just yeah, you know what, Tom? It would be interesting to see. If, like, I don't know. It, it yeah. would be interesting, Tom, to see whether if Joe Gomez and Shimikas or whatever are playing because Robertson is not even back. Yeah, or it, um, could be, it could be a double up of of fullbacks. <laughs> yeah, Alvin well, Ramsey right back. And you know what? Robertson left back. If, if you if we bring in Darwin and Salah though, I think that I honestly think that wouldn't be so bad because I think Liverpool would play so direct instead of playing in a possession style, and they'd be playing with basically centre backs at right back, and they wouldn't really be bombing forward crossing like they usually do. They'd probably play down the middle a lot more and then through to the wings. Like I I don't know I I I think I'm very bullish on, on Liverpool just because everyone's going off of it. It's such a good time to hop back on. Yeah. Um, and you know it's going to happen at some point. And why? Why not when City are, are, are being are, are blanking or whatever? No, I mean, um, like they still went to Arsenal, who you know have been one of the best defenses in the league. They still went there and scored two goals. So yeah. there's nothing to say that they can't score more at home to worse teams. So yeah, and also like we know we know Anfield is like a, they have a ridiculous record in the past few years at Anfield, and even this season they haven't actually they haven't lost a single game at home. Everything's been away. Like. Yeah. They drew to Palace 1-1. They beat Bournemouth 9-0. Yeah. They beat Newcastle 2-1. Drew Everton, I mean, uh, and then drew uh, Brighton 3-3. And that's all. So yeah, it's yeah. like still a lot of goals there. Um, maybe maybe the back line's going to be not as great. But uh, yes, Darwin and Salah could be massive in that. Yeah, for sure, exactly. Maybe it's, it's I think, well, everyone at the start of the season, not everyone, but a lot of people were doubling up on the defence. Maybe it's time to double up on their attack. As we said, Darwin and uh, even even like a two striker, Darwin and Jota or something. If you want to be really really crazy, yeah, because uh, yeah, they're st- they're still banging in goals. That's the thing. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like they still they still just they sh- they suck defensively, and just basically in transition, but they somehow just get a goal, like yeah. two two or three goals. Like 
Well, well they scored two against Arsenal, three the week before. Like, well, yeah, as we said, they're still, gonna, they're still options. It's a thing you got to not think of it in a league table sense. You got to think of it FPL wise. Yeah, for sure. Because I mean, well, I mean, the biggest problem with all of their sort of attacking out assets previously was that none of them were nailed. They had four or five of them outside of Salah. You were paying the premium for Salah for his penalties and for his nailedness. But now because Diaz is injured until after the World Cup, we now know what their starting eleven is going to be most weeks. And I think that gives you more leniency to sort of be a bit more creative with whoever you go with your options. Yeah, I, de- I definitely agree with that. You know what? We should throw in Diego Yota in the, in the mix because exactly. he's, yeah. he's worth a shout to. Like him and Darwin. He's going to be super nailed because... The problem is with him though, compared to... So he's the same price as Darwin, but he'll be playing left wing. So I think... And I think Darwin is enough of a differential right now to not be worth swaying away from, I guess. Yeah. You know what? I, I, I'm looking at my team right now, especially on FBL team, Tom, like... Yeah, and you're doing all the planning and like going ahead, and I could I'm like not even like I could fully go for a triple up Liverpool midfield and two forwards, and I would not be that person. So I like I think right now is such a good time to be aggressive yeah. because of the World Cup, um, and we'll be done we'll be done in four or five game weeks anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think it would be yeah. I think with, we we get unlimited transfers then basically, right? Yeah, it, it's, it has to be those four, doesn't it? Dar- like Yoss on the left, Darwin up top, Sal on the right, Firmino behind, right? Yeah. Who else, yeah. Who well, else can stop? Honestly, Firmino could be such an option. What's his price? I don't even know. 8.5. Uh, what's 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 Shota? He's 8 mil. Firmino's 8 mil. Just as more, eight Firmino, for, I've called too many of these goals this past weekend. Who's going to score? So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, I can't go to Firmino. I just know it's a disaster waiting to happen for myself. Yeah. Uh, I like players I like I, that. Who don't I get don't think minute. I've ever owned Firmino at a good time. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. Yeah, when did he, he pop off against this, this year? Oh, Southampton, right? He popped off in the 9 one or something? Yes, yeah. Yeah, he had like two assists and a goal or something? Yeah. Maybe three? Jeez. Well, I like... <laughs> It could be, could be a lot of fun. Um, I yeah. don't want to go too overboard, but I think I might just go big on Liverpool um, against West Ham and then going forward. The thing that <laughs> honestly, they've disappointed me so much this season. The thing that's going to be it's difficult just... <laughs> that strategy is Man City also have a really good run of fixtures, and I think you're gonna yeah. have to have, you're gonna have to, have to have a triple up on them as well. Um, obviously, you have cheaper options there, I guess, because you can go for. I mean, obviously, Foden's the standout guy right now for cheaper Man City options, but there's still always like Bernardo Silva, um, you know, Gundogan or Grealish if you want to go a bit a bit more bold. But yeah, I think the yeah. maybe a bit more sort of you know an easier option to go for because they're just more of a guarantee. Yeah, um, I think also we're talking about after this weekend Saka because. Uh, uh, and instead of if I went, if I didn't want to go do the crazy Yota stuff, especially that I have to get rid of Mitrovic to it, which I wouldn't really want to do if he's playing. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I could just upgrade like Andrea Sarma on to a good midfielder. Um, and I think, and I could do either one of them to Saka. And I think Saka on pens now is is saying a lot as an option at 7.8 for a team that's second in the league and doesn't look like they're going to stop anytime soon. Um, so I think having him in Martinelli for the last uh, last 
last like four games from from that period, they've got Southampton uh, away, Forest at home, and Chelsea, which are three out of four really really good fixtures, and then a London derby as well. Like, who, why not? Why not do well in there as well? So, I don't know. I think if I don't go down the really aggressive route, um, I'm probably going to hold and at, at game week twelve and just do one transfer or two transfers, sorry, and then get Saka in for game week thirteen. Um, and De Bruyne back probably as well. And I might do a double, like, negative four at that point because, like, a negative four gave me 12 and 13 because I think, I just think it's going to be worth it. No, for sure. No, I I've, I've, I've completely agree with, with doing the uh, the minus fours there, even a minus eight if you have to because yeah, yeah. I think when, when, they're fix- when Liverpool and Man City's fixtures swing again, you'll easily make back that minus four over the course of those games that I don't think it's, it's, you know, I think it's a good strategy to go for, just to bring them back in. Yeah, exactly. Obviously having um, a wild card in this spot would be nice because just hammer them all in, but obviously have to pick, pick your moments for it. Yep, exactly. Um, yeah, so it's basically going to be, I think after game 12, I'm going to be rushing to get City, City Arsenal players and then Liverpool if they do, if they do actually bounce back a little bit. No, um, but we'll see. We'll see. Exactly. No, that's right. Um, yeah, so I, I guess before before we end this up, uh, where do you guys see yourself before going into the World Cup, rank-wise? It's difficult to say. It's still, it's still well, how many? We're game week 11. So it's six, is it? Yeah. Go. If you asked me this last week, I would have given you a very different answer. Uh, <laughs> just, I mean, I think just anything, you know, like this game week goes to show that it's like as much as I went down like a bitch this week, you can go, you can rise up that same amount in one week as well. So, it's the famous saying, it's a marathon, not a sprint, Tom. It's a marathon, not a sprint, exactly. And I, you know what, I think the thing that I can come out of this game week with and still think that I make the right decision, if I do that going forward as well, I want to be back to where I was. So I want to be back in the top 50k before the World Cup, I hope. Hey, Tom, remember, remember my uh, 45 point differential, uh, two transfers that I made back with Salah? And who, who was it? Who that? Well, Kate, it was like Kane and Kane, someone out for Salah. And we went 40, 40 point difference. And I've been up on the ever since, Tom. So it's only good things to look forward to. This year? Yeah, I remember back when, yeah, back when we were doing the switch, like when I brought in Salah and got, I'll go back to it. It's what do you mean? So you were forty points behind me? No, the- no, no, no. When when I had like I did two transfers that resulted in a negative four oh, yeah, point yeah, difference yeah, yeah, in my yeah, team yeah, from yeah, the week before. Oh yeah, yeah. Because it was like I, I'm trying to remember who it was. Was it game week four? Uh, yeah, I think it was game week four. Because that's when I brought in Salah for Bournemouth at home when he had the nine nil. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I got rid of Diaz who got Diaz and Kane, and Diaz got 14, and Kane got, like, 13 or something, or 10. Um, and Salah, and who, who did I get in? Salah and... Welbeck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was the Welbeck transfer. Yeah, of course. It was the Welbeck transfer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, so, I mean, like, yeah, ever since then, I've been on the up. Four greens. Four, four greens. No, I mean, I had, I had all greens. I had only I was all I had what only one red arrow before today. Oh uh, before yeah, before today. So I think that's that is not a bad thing. And hopefully uh 
it's just it was just such an aggressive red arrow that it hurts. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, this week was mad. Everything was just going one way and not the other. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you're going to give a rank, what would you rank these on? If, if I if what if I, what rank do I want to be by game week by the end of game week sixteen where would you want to be? Um, it's a fifth, top fifty k. I think I, I, top fifty top hundred k maybe top hundred k maybe I'm being a bit too right. <laughs> yeah, top hundred k. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I, I think I'm I'm top two hundred or top if I can break one hundred be a really really good four or five game weeks. Um, but if I can get to 200, then I'll be happy to stay in the mix for going into the next season, next uh, unless, new year or whatever. Unless Man City win convincingly with a clean sheet. Oh, sorry, if Arsenal and Man City win super convincingly this weekend, or if they don't do that, then that will put me in a really, really good position. Because then for these next two game weeks, I'll have made up that ground that I've lost this week. So if Arsenal pump Leeds and Man City keep a clean sheet and pump, uh, Liverpool. That's that's when I'm in trouble. But if, if that doesn't go, then I'm I'm looking really good. I'm looking really good going into um, game week 13. Yeah. Do we want would, would we want to share? Would we want to share our game week 12 perspective teams? Considering none of us are really similar teams. I mean, your teams are so different. Aren't we? Like yeah, I'm really happy to share my team because whatever my transfer plans are, I know there's just like nothing each yeah. other about it, just because we've got such different teams. Yeah, so game week twelve. If you're looking at your FPL like transfer planner, yeah. who who's, who is it? I'll put. I mean, I'll get my eleven right now quickly. So, Pop Pierce, while we wait, what what was your target for the? <laughs> I'll have to break one mil. Break yeah, one. That would be fantastic. <laughs> you can do that. On one week, lad. But yeah, I'm sitting. At, I'm, at, I'm sitting at like two point two mil right now. Yeah, I, but the gap is so small between like two point two to like five hundred k. Honestly, honestly, if I if I could break into like. 500k that would be an insane job yeah yeah no fair that's fair that's fair i mean it's i've had better finishes before so yeah anything's possible just need some luck on my side i've been super unlucky yeah just no, like no. i I've, I've gone basically like there's always been like two paths to go and i've just taken like everyone's gone right and i've gone left just thinking i'm smarter than the game and it's just screwed me every time mm-hmm. like the salad pick not captaining Haaland, just like not even having him like during game week one was just so silly. Or oh, what was it, game week two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Thomas, I, I've, 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 doubt, I've doubted the man that's going to shatter these records, and I probably shouldn't have. I need to give him a little bit more respect. <laughs> Thomas, what was your game week twelve uh, plan? Uh, yes, yeah, so sir. It'd be basically this week. I was. I'm pretty set. I think I'm pretty set. Right? But unless anyone really pops up, like comes becomes a better option, I think Palace are going to have a good couple of weeks. We just ridiculously good fixture. I think they're four, the four best teams to play against in the league. Yeah. Um, Wolves, at, Wolves, Everton, Southampton, West Ham, Forest, Fulham. Oh, just Forest, Fulham, 17. Um, so it's four, four or five of those are really good. Yeah. Um, and so I think him and Anderson are coming in, which means Cancelo is going this week and um, Gordon's going to go because I think he's just not actually in favour fully under Lampard right now. Like Gray's, Gray's getting a lot of time and McNeil's coming on for... Gordon so far, so um, I might change, but I, I'm ready to get rid because he's suspended this week as well. And then that's basically going into next week. I've got two free chances this week, so going into the next week, um, I'm going to bring in Salah for De Bruyne and Darwin for Kane. Yeah. Uh, which is hefty and actually leaves me with 3.5 in the bank. 
And that's a minus four by itself, just those two players. Um, but so I, I could go for a minus eight and just like upgrade like Andreas or um, Castagna, who, whoever I really want, I could upgrade to a really good player, um, like an eight mil option, which could be worth it. Like Bowen could be decent at that price. Uh, but I also think it might be worth just keeping the 3.5 and going straight to Saka in game of 13 um, and hitting, hitting him then, because then I'd have to wait another per game week probably. Well, I wouldn't have to wait, but I wouldn't want to take another minus four the week after. Mm. Yeah. No, what, no. what about what about you? So yeah, I'm rolling this week, which gives me an extra chance for next week, and then I think I'm going to do the same with Darwin. I really like him as an option. Uh, going to try and bring him in for Mitrovic. So because I downgraded Salah to uh, to Sterling, I can afford that. Um, and then. I think yeah, just going forward after that, as we said, just try to pump in the uh, the Man City and uh, Liverpool Arsenal guys. So nothing's really changing for your team to give me twelve. It's basically how you how you want it. Yeah, no, exactly. Because I think because I, I I unfortunately I think as I said I had that one less Man City player than I thought, which kind of means if there's game week twelve coming up, I've actually got a good eleven coming up. So hopefully that that gives me the full variance swing back in my favour. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I'm, the only thing I'm worried about with getting get my team and like the transfer I'm making is is Cancelo going. I can I can go without Kane for a bit. He's not. I don't think he's a captain option for me uh, in a lot of weeks. So I'd, I'm fine with getting rid of that. But uh, Cancelo's scaring me just because Walker's out, and so yeah. they need a they need a creative outlet I agree. Um, really badly. Very much of a creative threat down that right side compared to yeah. the left. But he 